or nothing. Pearl, there we go. Title. We're Just back in. Time. All right, so we're yeah, we're we're five seconds oh, we, oh, we in. We started and we okay. title already. We did start. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wait, so I'm going to do show? the intro. Is, okay. Before the music this time to really wildcard it up. So hello and welcome oh, okay. to Squaring Minds, episode seven for February 9th, 2023. This show is just three lawyer Siete. friends goofing around for your enjoyment. And nothing we say should be taken as legal advice. I'm one of the friends. I'm Andrew. I'm a tax and technology attorney from New Jersey. I'm joined by Jake, the Florida local government land and use attorney and world famous Reedy mm-hmm. Creek expert, mm-hmm. as well as Jason Ramesland, mm-hmm. employment attorney extraordinaire in Indiana and Georgia. Hello, guys. Yeah. Yep. How are Indiana you? Indiana and Georgia, mainly Indiana. Gonna repost up there. Boy, I really just got the Oscars treatment right there. Keep going. Keep going. Shut up. Shut Keep up, talking. Jason. Yeah. <laughs> Enough of that. Uh, yeah. So my my brand is about to be destroyed by law. So, you know, my whole brand is Reedy Creek Expert. Uh, something I didn't Why is know it being destroyed? until last year. Because it, it's not going to exist anymore. A, Do you have I'm getting ahead of already? our story. I'm sorry. I'm I'm yeah. ahead of, no, I'm ahead of the story. We got to do the mini topic first. That's it. Yeah, we got we got to talk about I something think you else put it before in the we get to this. I did because so the, yeah, we got to got to tease them. We got to yeah. With what I put, which one are you talking about? I put. I think I put them both in the document. I think you put all. Uh, of them but yeah, there, the yeah. chat. Yeah, because uh, I mean, you got to talk about like it's kind of the podcast. My brand is Reedy Creek. That's my personal right. brand. Uh, but the podcast band is talking about like tech stuff and how yeah. can we not talk about Google all of a sudden looking so, so vulnerable and so kind of like desperate where they, Google bar. <laughs> they have this, yeah, they announce a chat GPT like thing. It immediately makes a error. They have an event. <laughs> they have a quickly scheduled event in Paris that starts at like five thirty AM. Um, or eight 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 thirty Eastern, five thirty Pacific. Like they're trying to bury it at the event. Right. Somebody messes up and doesn't bring the phone that has the Chat GPT demo on it, and uh, and the event isn't even really about Bard, and it's not about Bard at all. It's like about the lens, lens, and like another right. search functionality. And this is because they're so spooked that Bing actually has some has some mojo. There's some mojo behind Bing finally cuz Bing had a yeah. good event. Okay, um, so this is an interesting tell, tell me more about sort that of part turn of, of events because yeah, what did you actually watch the Bing event either one of you? Uh I don't think I I couldn't find it. I don't think that was okay. uh broadcast. Okay. I I haven't seen it, so I don't know anything about it. Uh, have mm-hmm. either of you tried or witnessed anybody else trying the Bing software? Like, is anybody live streaming it on Twitch or YouTube or something? No, you don't. It's not full access. It's not public access yeah. yet. You have to turn. Yeah. So new Bing with Copilot, which is the name of the Bing thing, the Bing chat GPT kind right. of. Which is better than Bard. Thing. Yeah, it's, be- mm-hmm. it's better than Bard. I, they should should they have just gone with Cortana? They already have Cortana in yeah. Windows. I thought right? she was going to help me with my searches. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but instead, they went with Copilot. Um, mm-hmm. It's different the internal fight over that. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, they it, they're basically promising that that's coming very soon for anybody. You just have to switch your default browser to. Edge. edge you gotta go edge right. pass no more pass. chrome uh they're promising yeah, that I'm to come Jason. soon 
Yeah. I don't know how good it would have to be for me to switch to to Edge. Do they make Edge? I mean, I don't even know. Do they make Edge for Mac OS? I don't think so. Do they? I don't think so. No. Okay. About to find out. I mean, Internet Explorer you know for what a I'm time ask? was on Mac OS. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bing it. <laughs> there you go. I'm gonna bing yeah. this question. <laughs> I might actually. That's the thing. I might switch to Bing if it's like provably better than Google. I'm right. I'm just so disenchanted with Google right now. I've talked about this before. Like Google right. results have been so bad for me recently. I'm, I'm inter- I'll give it a chance. We'll see. And if I would if, be fine uh, if I didn't have to Edge, switch browsers. Yeah. Well, if, Edge if it isn't just like that simple... different. It's basically Chrome. You can even yeah. import all your stuff from Chrome onto Edge for the most part, I think, because it's based on Doesn't... the Chrome base. Yeah. Yeah. What? What? It's not. Ge- is that Gecko? The Gecko engine or the the Chromium Cro- engine? Chromium? I don't remember. I don't know what Chromium. they're up to now. Okay, yeah. I think yeah. everything is Chromium at the core at this point. Even I, I, I may be wrong about this, but I think even uh, some of the like privacy focused or like alt browsers like uh, Firefox and Brave, I think those are Chromium based too. And I think, I think it's you're the right. sort of thing yeah. where Google has kind of created a Chromium consortium where people can have like an input on what they think is going to be in the next iteration of Chromium and stuff like that. Uh, real-time update here. You can get Edge for Mac OS. I'm downloading it right now. Uh, and uh, <laughs> this is going to be an interesting little experiment. I, on, hmm. When I'm using a PC, which isn't that often, I don't bother downloading Chrome on my PC because Edge is fine. And like, I don't like, yeah. I don't love Google. Uh, and their browser to begin with, mostly because of the historical baggage of it being super heavyweight, especially on memory. Uh, but yeah, I'll give Edge a whirl. I mean, I'd have a hard yeah. time imagining it pulling me away from Safari just on the inertia of me being super familiar with the keystrokes to like open a new tab, close a tab, and all that stuff. But I'll give it a Apple, shot for, for you gonna, guys. Yeah. Apple's going to come out with a Safari chat GPT thing in like three years, and it's going to be fine and it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna have learned the lessons of bard and and chat gpt I don't you don't think, think so, so? Man. i i really don't see apple getting in on this particular type of hype uh if they yeah. do it's gonna be like five years after everybody has already done it and it's gonna be like a fine version of it or they'll buy somebody's business unit that is doing this generative yep. ai text stuff and then they'll let it sit and not iterate or not improve upon it, just like they did with Siri. It'll only be used you... to search the App Store. That's the only place the search engine will be rolled out, and, and, it, and it won't work right there. Yeah. Uh, is there any reason why this couldn't be used for like, like Google Assistant or you know the whatever the Siri or anything like that, or like why why is Siri? Well, I guess this mostly matters. Why is Siri for so Google. bad? Like, why is Siri so bad? Google has been better than Google's assistant is the best by far at that kind of conversational building on MKBHD, the YouTube YouTuber, a really great YouTube channel, did a comparison of uh, voice assistants. And Google assistant was basically the only one that could have a conversational kind of prompting where it was like, you know, play me the song, play me this other you know, the other song that they did that sounds like this. Uh, right. When was this person born? And we're like, it understands everything that came before that in the conversation. Um, I I don't see why Bard and that assistant couldn't be kind of made part of it 
and why Microsoft couldn't use its like copilot and turn it into a kind of voice assistant. I'd be interested in seeing sell if they it to try Amazon to do that. or something. Yeah. Yeah. License it well, to somebody for sure. else. I mean, that's the thing, right? Microsoft. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wonder, I would love yeah. to see I mean, it's none of us we're going to be able to see sort time. of. Yeah, the the timelines of like when did these big players start working on their uh, um, mm-hmm. AI stuff? Like, was it after GPT was already out? Like, was OpenAI really sort of the first mover? How long has Microsoft been working on this? How long has uh, Google been working on it? It seems like not very long, based on the yeah. way it just fell on its face immediately. Like, I I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I don't think they literally started it last week, or even when ChatGPT came out. But it doesn't seem like something that's been in the works for like a decade or more. Yeah. Well, is it really that much different from like their autocomplete stuff and their information pulling stuff where that that's you a know, good point. Yeah. Where you pull it, where you put in a Google search and it tries to pull the relevant sentence from a website, though, that's like just straight up copying. And I guess they don't want to just straight up do that. But it doesn't seem that different. Um, I the thing is, like Google had the most obvious mess up, which I, I think was very embarrassing. But Microsoft also had mess ups in its in its event, but they just didn't use the mess ups as part of an advertisement, uh, which I think was the worst part for Google is that they put this. So Google Bard had a brief. They tweeted out a demo where they put in. Tell me something about the James Webb telescope, the thing, the one that just launched recently or just got set up recently, rather. Uh, and one of the facts, it told three facts, and one of them was that it was the first one to take a picture of an exoplanet. Turned out that right. actually happened 14 years ago uh, with a totally different telescope. You fool, Bard. You fool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I am good. Both of their answers about accuracy are very concerning to me, which both of them have said, yeah, we are working on it, slash, more data will make it more accurate. Which makes me think they're just like, you know, it's just going to mess right. up. That's just a permanent a permanent feature of these summarization AI right. bots is that they will mess up regularly. Like, will be a and wash And as we've talked about before, info. yeah, the way that the they mess up is they don't hedge at all. And so they just straight, like, it's very difficult. You have to be... Mm-hmm. You have to have a higher level of expertise to comb through what is true and what is false. Like if you were to say to one of these, you know, give me um, uh, a hundred, a hundred uh, citations of, of, of as, as you asked some people about um, specific cases or, or um, yeah. uh, statues or regulations, you would have to be so much more of an expert to be able to comb through and find out which ones are real, which ones actually stand for the proposition that they're claiming that they stand for. Then you probably would have been mm-hmm. had you done the research yourself where you would have had the context to kind of. Uh, uh, you know, you would build in the other direction. This way, you're sort of getting the answer up front. And yeah. in a lot of ways, that puts you in a worse position because you now need to find someone who knows even more <laughs> than than you needed originally to find out which of this is true. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's, that, it, yeah. uh, it's that assertiveness. Uh, Microsoft said they're going to have links as part of the factual right. statements, Citation. which I think will be yeah. helpful because then, it, you know, a lot of the mm. factual mm-hmm. issues is going to be that it comes from sources which are wrong. Like, you know, uh, sometimes you'll Google something and the source is just wrong and that happens. Um, but it's attributable to the source. It's not like right. it's not washed of its source by this engine, right. which is kind of like that could be a problem mm-hmm. if it does. If that just ends up 
being what's that's happening. That's a great there. point. Yeah. It's like um, it's almost yeah. like a type of metadata of its of its own, like the URL it's coming from, the website it's associated with, the news outlet it's coming from. If you yeah, yeah. wash it of all of that, it kind of that is like loss of information as to how, you know what's the provenance of this fact. Yeah, and also a lot of what it might say might not be, have been. It might be pulled from something where the fact stated is not meant to be a literal fact. I don't know. I don't know enough about how these mm. engines work, but I'm just imagining where like. Somebody poses a hypothetical scenario in an article. I don't know how an mm. AI would be smart enough to know that it's talking about a mm-hmm. hypothetical that didn't actually happen. Um, well, what about somebody so, doing on like re- hopping on Reddit to do a Cunningham's Law test to say, you know, that phenomenon where the quickest way to get the right answer on the internet is to post the wrong answer somewhere? Like, how are you going to differentiate yeah. <laughs> between somebody doing that sort of intentionally wrong testing to try and get a right answer? I mean, that's probably an edge case, but. The inclusion of an audit trail in something like this, which is what those links kind of feel yeah. like, is going to make the verification of a correct response uh, a lot easier. And you can go back yeah. and kind of decide for yourself on the trustworthiness of the sources that it's relying on. Uh, and uh, you know, if if all they can do is look and see, does this page contain a slash s to indicate sarcasm? Like eh, it's going to be a little <laughs> weak. Right? Have you guys heard about Dan, the personality that they get? that people have gotten chat GPT to assume. Uh, no, okay. Damn. So, so here, here's a fun <laughs> story. So, okay. Uh, to, you know, chat GPT, like won't use the N word, for example, like there's safeguards right. in there to stop it from saying hate speech, stop it from, uh, telling people to murder, you know, that kind right. of thing. Uh, but you can tell chat GPT to assume the personality of Dan, Dan being an acronym that they made up for do anything now. And that personality is allowed to circumvent all the safeguards. And you can then ask Dan anything you want. And Dan will say messed up stuff. So Um, Dan is coded by OpenAI into like, this is a persona in, this isn't just a, uh, uh, it's something they made up. Like it's not part, it's just, if you tell OpenAI to ignore its safeguards, it'll ignore its safeguards. Basically. Oh, I understand. Okay. And Dan, Dan gotcha. is like the trigger this was word like a to get it to ignore the safeguards. Yeah. It's not, it's wow. not like a secret code, like spy word. Right. It's just, if you tell it, you're not ChatGPT you anymore. Steve. You're Dan. Yeah. yeah. Right. Pretend you're, you're Dan. Dan doesn't care about the, you know, thing. What right. would Dan say about this? Uh, and right. it'll say like wild stuff, um, which is similar, like uh, a follow up from last uh, from last week. I mentioned Watch Me Forever, which was a Twitch channel um, that had AI driven <laughs> right. AI driven Seinfeld like episodes with, featuring right. a mm-hmm. comedian named Larry Feinberg, uh, which got banned because the AI generated like a very controversial comedy bit that is like. You know, and like, and uh, it's kind of hard to tell what the comedy bit was supposed to be, but on its face, it was definitely anti-trans and it got banned from the service for two weeks. And so the uh, uh, Dave Chappelle rule. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which to me, by Uh, the way, seems like what basically would happen if a 90s uh, comic just did a Twitch stream for about the amount of time that it took the AI. Like, it's pretty accurate. You know what I mean? Like, I think if you put real Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> on Twitch and just had him doing, you know, whatever, whatever in 2022, I bet you he'd get there. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Jerry's <laughs> a wonderful man, but I'm, I'm just guessing he, he'd have some problematic views. <laughs> you don't have to guess. There's a lot of footage. 
Yeah. Uh, oh, mercy. Yeah. Uh, but it's a, I'm interested to see, I'll be, I'm anxious to turn a, uh, turn and check out Bard and the co-pilot once they come out. Cause if, if Bing actually dethrones Google, that would be crazy. That'd be a sea change for the internet. I don't it's want really strange to see Google in this position. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want anybody dethroned. What I want it to do is break up and turn into the like uh, former Soviet Republic, like broken up into like 15 different nations so that nobody is in all the way control. And we have yeah. people competing to like, what's Google's incentive now to like for the past 15 or 20 years to keep really like uh, improving its product? It's motivation so far has been because like okay we're just going to keep on doing this and see what else we can come up with and like maintain a lead right. like if you have to struggle to keep up or find like the next killer feature great like give me that sort of competition i'll take it i'm a little worried Definitely. that google is gonna neglect normal search now because normal hmm. search has been is valuable and right. they are, it is not good right now but have they been working so, on it? I mean, that it seems to be getting worse. I don't know. Like, I understand, I'm sure <laughs> yeah. there's a lot more to it than I'm understanding, and I'm sounding like a rube now. But it seems to just be like it is. It is a worse experience for me for sure in 2022 or 2023 than it was in 2012 or 2013. Like 10 yeah. year, you know, difference. It's it's much worse. I'm sure there are different challenges for them now, and hmm. crappy content mills are getting better at you know masking the fact that they're crappy content mills or whatever. But the end user experience for me, anyway, it is it is worse now than it was a decade ago. Yeah. Well, we've I, had such a proliferation hope... of these aggregation sites where, like, yeah, I go and I start searching for somebody. This is something that I do oftentimes, where like somebody calls me and wants to talk about a problem that they're having at work. I will go and Google the boss who is uh, like being terrible to them or the awful HR person. And anymore, you don't actually get links that are helpful for finding those person, those people. You get like Spokio and uh, all oh, sorts yeah. of like mm -hmm. 25 different uh, results that are the first 25 results that you see. And they're all like, hey, pay us this amount of money in order to get this yeah. person's personal information. And like, I, I think that's probably if, if Google could uh, li drastically limit separate off or uh just like kind of only give it to you if you specifically ask for it, that sort of nonsense that's just obvious right. content aggregation or a mill that'd be great i'd be happy if the ai can figure out how to parse what's what and you're not even talking about sponsored results a lot of times those are um yeah. organic mm -hmm. results like spokio people like instant back i hate to be giving these people plugs but you know we're, we're dragging them through the mud so we're not really <laughs> <laughs> um, but those are those are organic results. And so it doesn't appear. I mean, unless there's some sort of back channel shenanigans where Google's getting paid by them, I, or maybe they're running ads on the site and that's it. And so that's the incentive for Google to keep Spokio going. Or otherwise, I don't see why. Who wants that? No one wants that. Yeah, it's, people have gotten too good at SEO when it comes to Google. You know, yeah. if you're if you have an actual profit incentive to have Google at, at uh, serving you as number one, then you'll put money into making you number one. Um, right. And Google doesn't seem to have a good defense for that, even though that's kind of its whole job <laughs> is to yeah. make it more valuable for us or advertisers. Or uh, I have either of you tried those search engines where you like pay for the search engine where there's it's like a subscription search engine. No, so I, I didn't even know these existed. 
I only know these exist because it was like a Freakonomics podcast or a Planet Money podcast. I forget. But basically, there are subscription search engines with no ads. And the idea was basically, we're going to try to figure out how to make a search engine, which is not based on pleasing right. advertisers, your information. but based on, you know, pleasing the customer, which is like, is, you know, just an incentive structure. I don't know how good they are. That, I was wondering that myself. So, um, well, maybe uh, one of our listeners. I might look into can, that if Google email just in. gets worse and worse. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Well, ChatGPT is going to be what twenty bucks a month. The the like the chat bot thing. I think obviously through Bing mm. it will be free, except yeah. you have to use the Edge browser. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I'd be, I would absolutely, I interact with search engines every day, and so I would pay for something, you know, some reasonable rate per month to to not have ads and to have some yeah. expectation that the results are, you know if not combed through by hand by an individual, the there, at least they're the incentive of the AI or whatever that is um, uh, crawling the sites is not purely to come up with the, you know, worst content it can find. Yeah. Well, and we're seeing I, a whole lot of services like that developing yeah. where uh, like those uh, sort of subscription curated services. And I'm not talking about like the ones that send you a box in the mail that has all sorts of like, <laughs> right. uh, goody curated goodies right 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 but like if uh we're gonna have a curated search engine or something like that like that sounds great as long as the curation is good you're seeing stuff happen with like a youtube alternative uh that's called i think it's Mm -hmm. called nebula uh and uh like they'll go out there and they have curated videos that you can get from these great content creators uh where you like they don't they don't land on YouTube either ever or right away. And so like they just become, uh, I'm interested to see how these curated services go where it's like, you could get this for free on YouTube or Google or whatever, uh, or you could do this curated thing. Like maybe that's going to work out. I Hmm. hope it does. Yeah. So speaking of good, good search results, if I search for like Reedy Creek attorney, I think I know who would probably turn up based on the last few days of, of coverage. Yeah. Let's bing it. Or April of last year. Those are the two. I'm those are yeah. the two times in which I peaked in my life because, you know, Florida. So uh, this is going to be another uh, Jake explains thing, I think. Um, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. But uh, so I'm a Florida local government lawyer. And for some reason, an event occurred last April. Some reason, as if I don't know. Uh, An event occurred (laughs) last April, which made Florida local government law all of a sudden extremely interesting to a certain number of Hmm. people. Uh, Interesting is putting it pretty strong. Yeah, (laughs) putting it strong, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And that event is that uh, the Reedy Creek Improvement District, also known as... uh, Disney's special tax status to for some reason, um, which is a local government unit that was created to contour Disney's lands in the 60s, um, was uh, slated to be dissolved by Florida uh, as kind of a law, a running uh, battle over uh, the called don't say gay bill uh, and Disney's response to that bill. And then Florida's response to that response, all kinds of uh, reciprocal backlashes going on. Um, So uh, that's important this week because at the time, uh, so it was slated to be dissolved 
because why should Florida have this special district? Valid question. Uh, But uh, dissolving a special district that has over a billion dollars in debt and hundreds of millions of dollars in annual expenses, hard. That's very, very complicated. Um, And so it was immediately obvious that that was going to be a real problem for a lot of people uh, and not just Disney. Um, And this week they finally came out with their solution and um, to the question of what to do with the district, the district, the, they being the Florida legislature. But at this point uh, the Florida legislature basically (laughs) just does what the governor asked them to do more or less. So, Mm -hmm. so far at least. Um, And, uh, their solution is basically keep Reedy Creek almost exactly the same. Very much like there's some stuff on the surroundings like, you know, they don't need their approval to uh, don't need Reedy Creek's approval to choose where I goes, et cetera, et cetera. But the bo- biggest change is that Disney as landowner will no longer have any voting power over the board that runs the district. So basically, Disney right. will go from having its own little government where which is immune from local laws this district was is crazy still will be crazy after this from a local government perspective has three times the taxing power of cities and counties uh has the ability to overrule local city laws uh, has the power to uh has like special immunities regarding uh stormwater uh, if you mess with their water system, you can they can sue you for like an extreme amount. Um, it's awesome. it's kind of a crazy district. It's gonna all those things are gonna stay the same, but it's gonna transfer over to state control. Uh, how much do you so, guys know about it, other than what I've told well, what, are, yeah, what I've talked I, about? I have some questions. I mean, I think I know the answer, but like in terms of sales tax collected, property tax, any of the actual like the the things people think of when they think of tax, because obviously I, I think of yeah. tax, right? Um, this right. was not like a tax break for Disney, right? I mean, they were not not responsible for collecting sales tax and remitting it no. to the state, or not not responsible for property tax. Well, so there, that's slightly more complicated because so okay. it was not a tax break because Reedy Creek had the power to tax. That was on top right. of county taxes, so they are paying okay. their county taxes and they're paying to Reedy Creek, which is controlled by itself taxes for the okay. roads that it built for itself. So it's kind of a reciprocal thing. And so there's okay. some tax advantage there because because they're the local government, they can as the local government as a tax exempt organization can build for example parking garages for Disney Springs um, right. using government money with government control and it'll be owned by the government and therefore they won't have to pay property taxes on that property. So there's stuff that government, this is government control. That is Disney using its, its own tax money that it collected from itself, basically. Yes. Yes. And the big Uh, advantage is is that it gets a tax exempt status. Right. Right. Yeah. So it Hmm. is like, it is legally distinct from Disney. But they are, but Disney is the only voter. So it's like, there's no, (laughs) like they're basically, they basically been able to work in tandem. Um, I see. And the cities, there's like, 
You know, there's no separation. There's no real factual separation between the two because they're, they're the only uh, constituent. Um, it's legally distinct, but not practically distinguished right. from each other. Like, right. There, it's just, and I assume then they can also issue tax so, exempt debt, right? So they can issue bonds, yes. they can issue tax exempt bonds. And so that is another sort yep. of, that's sort of what you're getting at with building the parking garage and stuff. Okay. Yeah. All right. And I'm that's not, that's not really, you know, that's normal for, there's like elements of normalcy to this, which is if you're, right. it's not out of the ordinary for, I mean, it's local government unit. Yeah. It can do tax exempt bonds. That's fine. Right. Uh, it's the really special thing about it is that it's drawn around Disney's property. That's the special thing. And because voting for the control, a special district is an ordinary district. Like that's not an abnormal thing. Um, Special district having, this is an extreme amount of power for a special district, but it's pretty ordinary. The idea that the property owners would vote for the leaders of the special district. Also not out of the ordinary. Um, Right. Though there's some constitutional question about, about that, but it's, Really, nobody was complaining, um, but it's in the Florida law. That's one of the methods allowed for controlling a special district. Um, and uh, the and now with the governor appointing uh, the leaders, there are also special districts where the governor appoints the leaders, like the water management district I'm under, St. John's. The governor appoints those, the people in charge, mm-hmm. of them. but they only control stormwater. And they can only tax right. like 0.5 mils, meaning one one thousandth of the property value. They can only tax up to that, uh, as opposed to Reedy Creek can tax thirty, so sixty times that amount. But so then the the to sort of take the opposite and and ask what it would be like. Wouldn't Disney be in a similar place if they were just a huge elephant in a in another district that also happened to include uh, neighboring businesses or neighboring residential homes or whatever? Wouldn't they still have an outsized sort of ability to dictate where that you know what that district does? Like I I don't I don't see the alternative. Mm-hmm. This seems to be just sort of what happens when you have a gajillion dollar company like Disney plopped down in the middle of a state. It has a lot of power. Well, the the strange thing is that, so first of all, most special districts have like one or two things it does. So like right. stormwater, there is a transportation special district called the Central Florida Expressway that has transportation only. Um, there's no other special district that does everything that does, hmm. you know, everything is, it's not quite everything, but it's close. It's stormwater, it's transportation, it's firefighters. Um, it's planning and zoning. They are immune from local planning laws. Uh, they have their own planning laws. They trump. City I heard they have their own building codes. They have their it's own like building code. codes or something. Yeah. Yeah. Which are more stringent than that's, you know, that's one thing people assume that it's more lax than, uh, you mm-hmm. know, your corporation is going to be more lax. No, they're actually, it's actually a lot harder. Uh, according to many people that I've talked to, it's a lot harder to get a permit in Reedy Creek than anywhere else. And it's kind of strange to hear. Hmm. It's strange to hear uh, that to me because it's like, yeah. wait, why? Why well, is there why? any friction at all? And it's like, oh, right, it's right. just is like it to a, hold like, contractors' <laughs> feet to the fire. Like, is it to, to hold yeah, the contractors? It's contractors that they hire to do something? Uh, okay. Yeah, engineers, that kind of yeah. thing. And it's like it's basically a way of setting up like an interdepartmental, you know, 
system of governance. Like imagine you have to like, just think about if you have a, I mean, we all like barely have, (laughs) I work for a tiny firm. Uh, Jason works for himself. Uh, Andrew works for himself. Uh, But like, you know, in in bigger companies, you know, you, if you want something from it, sometimes there's a procedure to get that from it, you know, it's it's similar. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, they have their own codes. They're more strict. But uh, so, but the problem is Disney wants to build way more luxurious roads than could be satisfied by like city and county, ta- city and local taxes. So like Disney has taxed itself over the constitutional limit for counties. Um, wow. Okay. Regularly. So they are able to because tax it's just money 30- going from one pocket to another. So they're just, right. so they don't, they don't care they, there's no point in. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's worth it to them. They could lower right. taxes on themselves, but it's worth it right. to them to have the really, really nice roads so that when you go to Disney world, the whole thing looks nice. That's as opposed to like, have, have you been to you, Jason? I know you're a big fan of Disney. Are you a fan of universal? We've never been in my life. I've been one time and it's because I was dragged there on my senior trip in high school. So okay. no, well, so I'm I I like Universal, but it's like not as nice. <laughs> like it's uh, like uh, Andrew. Do you do you have thoughts on Universal? I've not been. I no, the, I don't have thoughts. I'll take. I adopt your thoughts as my own. It's more like that. Uh, it's less coherent. It is the trip there is more chaotic and not as nice. Um, but it's not like they are getting. They have an influence on Orange County politics, which is not the same as Disney's influence over Reedy Creek as it used to be known as will will be soon be known mm-hmm. as the Central Florida Tourism Oversight Board. I'm sure it, it will, you know, uh, that's going to be signed by the governor, at least. Um, but uh, Universal, like just like three years ago or something was able to get Orange County to subsidize a road for Universal to the tune of $100 million. Um, wow. Just like, like that was in addition to what the county had to give them. They, mm, right. they the county gave them like, I, I forget the exact figure, but it was like $100 million to build this road for Epic Universal. This is going to come out eventually. The being the receipts on, on property tax and sales tax and all that other stuff is worth it, I assume. And also from Epic. Grafting yeah. corruption yeah. on every. They're like, yeah, you know, that's the. Uh, I mean, they, yeah, I, I, I don't know what the math is on like property tax receipts, uh, and right. jobs and all that when it comes to government revenue, but like Universal was not shy. They sent a threatening email to Orange County before this decision, like like a year or something before this decision, not directly connected to this decision, but this is the relationship they have with Orange County. Universal sent an email to Orange County saying, uh, if this is your decision, it was a different decision. If this is your decision, then we're going to annex into Orlando. And annexing meaning they're going to join Orlando and therefore right. Orange County is going to lose out on the property taxes from, or at least some portion of the property taxes from Universal. Mm-hmm. Right. So they, you know, have a sometimes cooperative, sometimes, you know, uh, uh, out of negative hostile, maybe the wrong hostile yeah. uh, uh, relationship with the county, um, but they had to. They have to do that kind of work, which is different from mm-hmm. what Disney has to do, which is nothing. 
Right. Um, just no politicking, there. no glad handing, no persuasion or right, anything right. like that. This sounds really familiar to me in a lot of ways uh, because uh, I've, I've never really been that involved in that particular situation, but I have done some sort of like land use and uh, sort of adjacent stuff. Uh, and uh, it was really common at times to be at a city council meeting or a county council meeting where the governing body, the local legislature is deciding whether to grant a tax abatement. Which is basically kind of what we're talking about here a little bit, where like Disney's not asking for tax abatements because they're in control of the district and they don't have mm-hmm. to come to the governing authority every time and ask for something when they want it or ask for this infrastructure project to help help the business or, you know, stand in support right. of a plan or anything like that. They don't have to come back and ask for these tax abatements. They're the ones who would grant or deny the tax abatement, more or less. Totally off. Yeah. Totally wrong about this. Well, yes, yeah. though in Florida, tax abatements aren't really a thing for local governments, but they. Okay. But you can definitely get subsidies of other kinds. Like you'll definitely yeah. get breaks, and they don't. They don't have to give themselves breaks because they're only taxing them at the level they want to get taxed. So, right, it's right. a huge benefit. Um, but I we will saw say, a big story <laughs> about that in Georgia pretty recently, where like the Rivian plant that uh, they're hmm. building, uh, maybe about like forty-five minutes to an hour from where I live, there was something like a five billion dollar uh, plant going in, and I don't know exactly what the plan was, but they went to the Georgia legislature to specifically get a tax break to subsidize that plant being built, which is the kind hmm. of sweetheart deal that Disney's got, uh, that Disney got in the '60s in a much more comprehensive way, basically just to subsidize this. Hey, we think that this is going to be a huge tourism driver if everything works out correctly. Don't you guys want a huge tourism driver right next to Orlando? Wouldn't that be great for everybody who lives around this area? And like, that's why governments do this stuff is because they want the tax revenue, the reputation, the attractiveness of the community, the jobs for people in that community. And it doesn't apply in Florida, but like the income tax that they would generate yeah. from those jobs and stuff like that. Uh, Florida doesn't have an income tax. That's why. Right. Uh, right. But like this is a totally valid government objective to incentivize the development of properties like Disney, which sure I don't know what percentage of uh, tax revenue Disney is responsible for in the state of Florida, but it's not small. Uh, it's easily right. the biggest employer in Florida, I think, right? Yeah, I well, I don't know if there's some like government or something. I wouldn't be surprised, but also I th- right. I don't know how they've like separated out corporate wise, like you know which which uh, you know sub corporations or whatever are employed oh, by yeah. employing who. But yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. I ha- I I recently listened to somebody say, I have no idea if this is true about the numbers, that the <laughs> revenue from Disney World uh, is why Florida doesn't need an income tax. Um, hmm, which wouldn't that. surprise me that much because we're yeah. we're just taking all that that out of state, out of country money. We're thank you for spending all your money in our state, in our in our area. Um, and maybe you have a decent estate tax too. Estate tax, sorry, E-S-T-A-T. I don't, I don't think so. That doesn't sound like Florida no? to me. Oh, I don't think so. Right. Well, the other thing uh, I was thinking about, though, while you guys were talking about the, the sort of this being not like a, um, a completely out of left field, haha, for what I'm about to say, thing is um, every baseball stadium in the major leagues. I mean, as far as I know, like for sure, Yankee Stadium, the uh, good people of New York paid, I don't know, a billion dollars mm-hmm. into the $2.2 billion 
um, you know, build the, the actual Yankees mm-hmm. organization through very little money into that relative to tax exempt bonds and a myriad other ways of getting breaks. So uh, there's there, I, I understand the incentive behind it and yeah, it's not automatically sort of on its face, a like corrupt. It's not what I, I guess uh, one wing of the political spectrum tried to sort of make it seem like it was like Disney was doing this very, you know, this insane thing. It had this, this, this uh, special district that was completely anathema and, and, you know, to high time it was brought to, you know, brought to its knees <laughs> it's uh you know i've i've seen people lift it up as like the an example of like an ideal government situation um but i don't i don't know really? hmm. it seems like it, it would be so hard to get a new one like because of how badly it could be misused um right. it, it's really the fact that it's disney and disney cares that much about like quality and such that it's not a total disaster. I can imagine it going so That's a good bad point. if it was not Disney. Yeah. Like like they they were immune from local from building codes, from local planning laws. They could some kind of like scummy cities. developer that just, you know, comes yeah. in and is like going to like quote unquote gentrify a portion of the city and just throws up a bunch of, you know, horrible houses and yeah. yeah the, everything looks bad. Don't they don't maintain yeah. it. It becomes a blight right. and there's nothing you can do about it. Like that's, I can just imagine a million ways that they, that it could go bad. Uh, but I mean, like, like I, I do not like going there because it's just too many people, but I can't deny that like, man, that man, it was successful at doing the thing it was supposed to do. Um, right. Which is create a giant tourism destination in a place where there was really nothing. Like it was a big swamp. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now, you know, one of the most, is it the most visited place? in the world i don't know i I, probably not but man it's it's up there um right but so the underlying problem though with the dissolving (laughs) right was that it had all this debt sort of what we're talking about right right? it had a tremendous amount of debt and so if you dissolve i mean this was your sort of the 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 basis of your original article right was that if you dissolve it uh the district that debt doesn't just go away or it, it doesn't you know just sort of plop down onto the books of disney itself Right. No, it goes to the local. It goes to Orange and Osceola County, uh, and right. that would have been How a disaster. How did the county feel about that? <laughs> yeah, they were. Ta- <laughs> they. I think they said they would have had to increase taxes by like twenty five percent or something like that. <laughs> um, oh man. And that. Uh, yeah. Uh, but it was never going to reach that because it's. N- it wasn't legal to just dissolve it without taking care of the bonds because the bonds were based on Reedy Creek's taxing power. So that was never going to happen. Um, and that was kind of the, that's kind of the thing is that because of all these outstanding bonds, because of these obligations to the federal government, they could never really dissolve it until they put in, until they changed the law to say no new bonds, no new obligations with the federal government. Uh, we're going to dissolve this once we have the opportunity, once the bonds are paid off, once the obligations are taken care of, and then you can, the bonds are paid off in 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say probably 10, 20 years, right? Yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't think they their most recent bond series was like t- uh, that was not prepayable was like 2003 or something like that. Um, but like it, Florida could also dissolve it by prepaying all of its stuff or prepaying all of its uh, bonds. But they weren't going to do that. They weren't going to drop a billion dollars to pay off Disney's debt. 
Um, yeah. So it's hard to frame that as a big win. Uh, uh, you yeah. know, you dissolve the the, the district, the special yeah. district, and then the state just we really the showed them. For. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. you're you're eight billion dollars heavier, whatever the opposite of lighter yeah. is. Uh, but the solution of taking over, so like I I'm out there on the record saying that taking control of the district, taking away Disney's right to vote, essentially, uh, is probably unconstitutional. Like I think Disney could win a lawsuit, probably would win if they went full bore on it. Uh, like uh, you know, it's not easy because. The 11th Circuit, I did, you know, I did research on this. I violated the rule again. I did research on this, <laughs> but that w- it wasn't for the podcast. It was for, okay. you know, it was for my brand. Fine. That's it's for other okay. stuff. Um, your uh, fabulous television appearances and your uh, references mm-hmm. across many articles. By the way, if you do search for Reedy Creek Attorney on Bing, your articles that you're quoted in are like the top three or four or five results. Okay. So, <laughs> All right. You are the, you are the, the Reedy Creek Bing Attorney lover. now. <laughs> It's Bing me. me. Yeah, you can just tell. Well, people now, now, yeah, Reedy Creek, <laughs> just as it's about to die. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> the thing is, the 11th Circuit has long-standing case law saying they won't invalidate a facially uh, valid law based on retaliatory motive because it's too hard to figure out whether or not what mm. motive a law had. But it's a different case if it's if a single party is singled out, and so they named. Disney's property like right. just by virtue of it be- naming the special district they named Disney's property I think mm-hmm. that there's so I've talked to so many conservative attorneys and judges who are like actually kind of horrified at the idea that a corporation would be retaliated retaliated against like this uh, right. where I'm pretty sure that even in the 11th circuit which is very conservative they they'd uh they find Disney's favor, but I also don't think that Disney's going to sue. Like I've, I've said this, I've said this publicly. I don't think they're going to sue because I think winning isn't worth it. Like even if they knew that they were going to win, I think they right. match. It's so like Reedy Creek is a blip on their radar. Um, it's important, but it's not that important compared to like staying out of political fights Compared to having right. a long-term positive relationship with the Florida, with Florida yeah. legislature, that that's just I'm no I have no ear in Florida in Disney boardrooms or anything like that. But uh, you know, if they let's say they won and it wasn't that ugly, they'd still be in Florida forever. Like the you're not moving, you're not packing up and right. moving Disney World. And there's a lot that Florida government can do to make your life less positive. Uh, and so, so you want to have a positive relationship with them. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not quite as convinced. And obviously I totally have my finger on the pulse of the, uh, Orange County uh, community here. Right. And like totally know what's going on there, which is not true. I'm being sarcastic. Uh, but a lot of the, uh, a lot of the negativity that came out of the Disney's response to the don't say gay, uh, situation, the don't say gay bill, uh, was Bob Chapek, the former CEO, just basically mm-hmm. not coming out and doing anything or like steering the company in the direction of opposing this, which a huge majority of Disney employees in Florida are are opposed to the don't say gay. And like that whole family of uh, legislation and even ideology. 
Uh, and so right. like maybe Bob Iger sees this as an opportunity to restore some of the goodwill that Bob Chapek burned up by saying, hey, Bob Chapek yeah. just kind of let this thing happen without much comment and didn't really have a lot to oppose it. Uh, turns out, guys, uh, they're retaliating against us for having engaged in our free speech because corporations are people and they have speech, free speech rights. Uh, their Florida government is retaliating against us for this opinion that uh, – they think that we have that Bob Chapek just kind of didn't say anything about. Uh, so now to restore my credibility and like your faith and trust in the company, uh, we're going to go like guns blazing. Let's go get them. Uh, you try to come at us with this uh, anti-woke stuff. Uh, then we're going to woke you all the way to the Supreme Court. The thing about what Ch- Chapek just messed us up so bad. Because uh, uh-huh. he... Because it's he start it started because he said he they didn't sign a letter opposing it, which was signed by a bunch of corporations. And mm-hmm. as his explanation to his employees, who are very mad, um, or at, uh, at least a lot of them were very mad. Uh, he said, "I don't think we should get involved in that stuff." And that's so like, yeah, you know, Flip that triggered everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the mm-hmm. the fact that that you should know if you paid attention to corporate and you know employee you know, uh, uh, I don't like know sentiments revolts and, uh, you know that okay. you gotta oh, okay. you, like you gotta make a statement like of some kind right or they're gonna be very mad and so his initial lack of energy his initial dismissiveness saying we don't want to be involved triggered the employee revolt and in response. He went all the way the other way after it was uh, it was enacted, saying specifically, not just that he opposed it or that Disney administration opposed it, but that they were going to work to overturn it. And that's what really, I think, tri- uh, pissed off the um, uh, the Florida yeah. Republicans was saying, mm-hmm. oh, you're going to overturn it. You're going to actually work against you don't just oppose it. You're going to work against what we just did. Uh, that right. is like, that is beyond, you know, just a, some letter that you sign. Um, so now that, that really, and so no, at the end, nobody's happy with him because the employees know that only happened because of their revolt. And right. now he's turned, they thought they were safe from Disney and then turns out, nope, Disney's coming after us after we've already passed it. Um, so there was no like positive there. And if you've heard, Mm. seen public statements from the thing is, there's no hint in this law that there's any cooperate compromise in the law itself. But if you've seen statements from like some of the most vocal members of Florida legislature, Mm -hmm. um, they have not been as anti Disney as they were last year, as they were in April. They've been more like, Mm. we're going to make this an even playing field. They've specifically said. Bob Iger doesn't pay for Bob Chapek's, you know, crimes. Um, oh, so okay. Bob, Bob Iger doesn't doesn't inherit that responsibility. But they're not going to go all the way back. They, they, it sounds like they're after this. Disney might be comfortable with peace, and Iger is clearly better at making at at threading that needle. As a thing, right. Chapek was not good at threading the needle of, you know, showing your workers that you care about what they think, but also not 
actively becoming a, you know, acting yeah. like you're a participant against the legislature that you're mm-hmm. that in the state that you're in. Um, so you don't think so Iger was brought in to fight? You thought he was brought in to kind of be a little more, take no. a more conciliatory tone or just at least shut up for lack of a better phrase. Oh, and he was, yeah, he I, was brought in for a whole host of reasons. It wasn't, yes. it was not even, it was not even close to exclusively Reedy Creek uh, and right, the don't no. say gay nonsense. Like it was uh, the catastrophe of the streaming stuff. It was the kind of right. really gross monetization uh, of stuff in the parks that just yeah. is like fleecing people who are visiting, which I got to experience in December. Uh, <laughs> And like, it was a whole bunch of stuff. So it's not just this, but the side effect of a nice side effect of bringing Bob Iger back is you've got somebody who's got a much more deft hand at handling the sort of politicking and diplomacy that's necessary for a CEO of the biggest employer in the state, which I verified uh, 62,000 employees in the state of Florida. (laughs) And the next closest one is Miami Dade public schools at 54,000. So like it's, it's not even close. So like, wow, uh, it's good. It's good to have him back. He'll have a much better hand with it. I'm, I'm on the team and maybe it's because I'm a rabble rouser, but I'm in favor of like Disney go bust him up. Like you should not allow, uh, legislatures and executives to engage in this kind of behavior where it is obvious to every single reasonably minded and observant onlooker that like the reason they did this is because of politics and not just like sure. is because of uh protected public speech on matters of public concern like this is what the first amendment is there for uh and uh, like even if it's not written into the legislation there's no parole evidence rule that says like like you can't take somebody's outside of the legislation statements like we've got it pretty clearly mm, in the legislative right. history i bet and if it's not in the legislative history then it's going to be in cnn and fox news clips for sure in the context of It'd the be rest great of for the my press release when you said heck yeah yeah i was just and I like, want great things in to the happen for of, your career jake yeah, in the context of the rest of the like, you know, one huge bit of parole evidence is like the context of when this was announced, like what, like what the rest of the press conference was about when you know something's going to be done about Reedy Creek. It's it's I I thought it was, uh, and I'm not saying this is true. I say I guess I was incorrect. I thought it was actually stated that this was like in retaliation, like we're going to do something about Disney. They're it, getting they're getting a little bit too big for their britches. It was. I think maybe even okay. by the governor himself. If not the governor, then I definitely other legislatures. Honestly, Henchman. if the if the court is willing to look into the motivation at all, then I don't see a problem finding the motivation being in response to their public statement. Uh, because right. that's the big question is whether they'll do it at all, whether they think it's rel- whether they're allowed to at all. Because, like, it's so it's everybody knows. Everybody knows Reedy Creek is Disney. Everybody knows this was in yeah. response to that that specific thing. And everybody right. knows that this law is fixing, basically addressing the law that they passed last April. Like this is a continuing fact pattern. Um, and so, uh, yeah, the big question is, would the 11th Circuit, would the federal courts here, I assume they'd want to go into federal court, um, even be willing to ask the question, was this motive retaliatory? Um, and I would say probably yes, but also, as I've said, I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to find out. Um, 
Yeah. So I'm with Jason. I'm rooting for it, but I I agree. I mean, and even if it was, if they did test it, it seems like it would be quite a while before uh, we'd get around to getting an answer. And perhaps certain individuals would be either off into higher office or um, attempting to find higher office and uh, wouldn't be the people left holding the bag anyway. I th- I think we'd get an answer very quickly on the really? temporary injunction because mm-hmm. the mm. law actually calls for the immediate replacement. It's effective immediately and calls for the immediate replacement of the board. Um though they can keep oh they can keep serving until their re- replacements are are named. Um, right. which maybe indicates that they are they aren't expecting to do it within seconds. Uh, you know, uh right but uh yeah so disney if they wanted to fight it would probably file a lawsuit pretty quickly and it's Hmm. totally plausible that this would get fast-tracked in both the district court uh, in the district court and then uh uh, you know it doesn't take that long to get something heard by a federal court of appeals uh i mean it's plausible that this could potentially make it onto the 2024 Supreme Court docket if it were mm-hmm. to have legs like that. It may be that the 11th Circuit does fun. the right thing and it doesn't ever have to go up for cert. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I imagine Jake mentioned it would be a temporary injunction, which would almost certainly be heard within the first 90 days of a lawsuit being filed, probably sooner than that. Uh, mm. and, uh, that temporary injunction, the grant or denial of it is what's going to be appealed immediately up to the 11th circuit by whoever loses, uh, and that temporary injunction, uh, the providence of whether it's a good choice, uh, to grant or deny that injunction is what's going to get litigated first. And that will happen mighty fast if it does at all. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I'm, I'm we'll excited see. to uh, see well, something or happen. Well, I mean, I'm I, like, like with Jason, <laughs> I'm rooting for chaos as always, but also your career to be, you know, get another boost and have Reedy Creek continue on and have this. We'll be see. I don't. I don't know. It's you know. your whole thing. <laughs> yeah, the, the, you want me to fall down this hole further? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's been fun. Um, I like writing. Uh, I like talking to people. I like being useful. Um, this little corner of lo- of the legal world. Um, yeah, we'll see. Um, I don't want to watch you fall down this hole. I want to ride your coattails as you like yeah. launch into this fantastic journey. Yeah, absolutely. I'll take you to the very top of Florida oh. local government commentary. I'll take you there. <laughs> Let's go. I'm, I'm ready for the ride. I think we reached it here today. Yeah. <laughs> so okay well unless we have anything more to talk about with reedy creek i think we can move on to our uh, follow-up and our errata yeah. here let's go right so we already talked about the watch me forever being temporarily suspended i had forgotten mm-hmm. the username the the you know the the url for that but uh have you guys been following the do not pay uh continuing absolute I, nonsense that is this it story just keeps, <laughs> he just keeps digging a hole or and or Catherine Tucson digs more, finds more dirt. <laughs> right. I can't with both a little of both. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I well, did you see? Oh yes, okay. So I saw Mike Masnick's piece, which I think right. you'll you're yeah. more prepared to summarize. But did you see that he was on a podcast like today? Uh, I saw he was on a podcast. podcast. Yeah, uh, Law next, and he said it was a nothing burger. Right? He said this was all. He said it was a nothing Ms. burger, Susan's, and he's yeah, yeah. And he's, I guess he said a bunch of incorrect stuff. 
like about uh, about the actual thing ge- document that he generated. And apparently, yeah, the small claims complaint that he is basing everything on nationwide is from a Seattle court, and he just took it and copied it for every jurisdiction. Um, wow, which is I didn't, a know, I didn't see that part. Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah. yeah, look it up for yourself because I didn't. I didn't pay that much attention. I was. It was this. <laughs> this thread came out right before this podcast yeah um, no i mean the entire do not pay thing for me has reached the point where i it it all sort of rhymes with what has all like with earlier parts of the story and so i can't tell if this is a new bit or if this is just <laughs> a part i missed before it just, i mean it just seems like this guy can't catch a break at this point and he just keeps yes yeah, so we went on a podcast and he apparently said yeah none of this was was this was a nothing burger was the term he used and he just, I mean, I used the metaphor last time, falling down the stairs forever. He just, like, he would do so much better <laughs> if he just shut up and just stopped. Just it, everyone would forget and would go away if he would stop giving people content. But he yeah. seems to not be willing to do so. I mean, in his defense, some of the stuff was, uh, here's like the, the, um, Masnick's article was, here's what the article we didn't run in like 2017. So, yeah. Okay. That was already in the hopper. That was coming. But he yeah. is not helping himself. But in that article from 2017, friend, uh, friend of the po- pod, friend of the pod, David yeah. Colarusso, friend of the pod, is responsible right. for that art that and had determined right. years ago that Do Not Pay had falsified its uh, its numbers about how many uh, parking tickets it had resolved. Um, mm-hmm. So props right. to him, incredible talent <laughs> that he he called all this five years ago before I knew Do Not Pay existed. Uh, before a lot of us knew do not pay existed so wow incredible yeah uh but you can the thing about being ultra rich from birth is that you can afford to fall down forever (laughs) and it's fine you you have right you know (laughs) everybody around you is telling you uh is ready to catch you as you're falling down the stairs and you have an unlimited number of people just ready to catch you if your father had an emerald mind you can grow up to uh you know run a an electric car company and then you can buy a social media company and then when an engineer tells you that the reason why your tweets are not getting as many views as they used to is because you're just not that popular you can just fire them on the spot which is the other story <laughs> from today that apparently uh, this i mean it seems at this point like I, i'm reluctant because it just came out today i'm i'm yeah i want to like hedge here that this could turn out to be not a true story and I don't want to be one of the rubes that I use rube twice in this uh, podcast. Now I have to find a new word. I don't want to be one of the idiots that, um, uh, you know, t- bought the story when it wasn't schmuck. But apparently, You're a schmuck. This, yeah, sh- <laughs> there we go. Schmuck. I don't want to be a sh- that schmuck that uh, believed the fake story. But as it stands right now, the story seems to be that uh, Elon Musk, while Twitter was down, while Twitter, you know, the D- DMs didn't work. And uh, apparently the limit for how many tweets could be sent in a day was set at like 2,500 for the entire service or something. Um, so nobody could tweet unless they scheduled a tweet for a minute after the time that they, you know, were trying to post. Um, apparently during all of that, he called like an all hands meeting and said to pause on uh, shutting down some of the satellite offices and to not roll out new features, which is a great like I'm imagining like that dog, that meme where the dog is sitting in the room and the house is on fire. And he's saying like, like, let's not roll out new features. Yeah. Okay. I agree. So true. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So apparently during that, he wanted to know why he wasn't getting as much engagement as he had been getting before. And I I heard initially it was just an engineer, but then I heard it was like the chief engineer or it was some, you know, very relatively high level person here 
probably responsible for a lot of bits and bobs and codes and and plugs and wires and USB devices. Um, he fired him on the spot for that, for telling him that it was because he just wasn't that uh, that popular anymore. We're never going to hear from that person. They're going to get a fat check along with a yeah. a uh, uh, what is it? Not non. I, non, what kind of what are those things disparagement agreement non-disparagement agreement. non-disclosure no. non-disparagement non-disclosure. confidentiality i don't think so i right. don't think so i think uh well i don't know elon musk does have a track record of paying off employees for stuff like that so maybe this <laughs> engineer will get a big fat check but yeah right i feel a little bit uh i feel like we keep repeating content we just keep having elon musk screws up content but he keeps doing stuff how are we not he's like Joshua mr Magoo. Yeah, Josh. Yeah, yeah, it's the same four people that we just every every week this, we're saying it was with this yeah, clown. With the dude. Elon Josh podcast, David Car- yeah. Caruso love podcast. He, yeah, he's the hero. Yeah, and then we have yeah. these villains, and 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 that's it. Okay, so we can recurring move on. Ca- I, recurring cast. Yeah, I wanted to quickly do an update. So apparently, MSG Entertainment was uh, is going to lift the ban on some of the lawyers that are involved in lawsuits with their company. The 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 other some like of. I think our first episode. Yeah, some of yeah, which I love is sort of like was there's a couple we have in mind that no no we're leaving them. But we're gonna we're gonna lift the ban on some of them, which I think was our first episode. Well, we we had that story, right? Yeah, isn't isn't the reason they're lifting the ban because they want to spin off that business anyway? So yeah. they don't want to like yeah. it's like so. Oh, okay, yeah. No, we don't actually care about this. Like we're just you know, uh, yeah, we're just prepping for sale. Okay, thanks. I guess. Which is another. Uh, I mean, no I thought that one. news story had kind of died and to they are bringing it back now by doing this you could have just no. let it go i mean we have a million other clowns to to make fun of and we don't need yeah. to hear about this one again yeah what did you say Jason? Uh, i mean that's it i i totally don't remember i was oh, i'm ready okay. to talk about recommendations or what's going on okay. with us yeah you you go uh, first then i'm gonna go first yeah. Uh, ordinarily I make a recommendation. I'm not making a recommendation because I haven't actually touched this thing that I'm going to talk about. Uh, I started on a little journey of exploring this Hogwarts legacy game that's coming out tomorrow, like three hours from when we're recording. Uh, oh, did I just reveal super secret information about when we record? Uh, but Opsec. February 9th, hours, 9.09 PM. Yeah, this, uh, <laughs> this game is coming out that I looked into at first because I was like, oh, my kid just finished reading the Harry Potter books. This would be a really fun thing to have like a cool Harry Potter video game for him to play. Turns out like there's maybe the coolest Harry Potter video game ever coming out tomorrow. Uh, And I'm excited for it. And I watched some videos on it. And now my 10 year old's not going to play it. I'm going to play it because it looks (laughs) stinking sweet. Uh, Now there's obviously a lot of baggage that comes along with uh, stuff in the wizarding world right now because of JK Rowling just kind of being pretty nasty online. Uh, across the board. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it has yeah, the online you know, brain. Ir- really irresponsible yeah, about her online behavior and uh, like, yeah, poisoning the well of, and all of the goodwill that she's built up with uh, people over the years from Harry Potter. Like, She's just destroying all that. And that's a separate thing. (laughs) This is a thing that is in a universe that my kid really loves that I like. And I'm going to go and I'm going to have fun, enjoy it and play it. Uh, And if it sucks, then you'll hear about it a week or two from now. But that's what's going on with me. I just bought it. Yeah, I I just bought it too. My wife, huge, huge Harry Potter fan. We're going to play it together. Uh, It's crazy how games, how licensed games 
have come around and now are maybe the getting to be get, come like the biggest thing when in like mm-hmm. the That's 2000s there was a bad movie game every time a movie came out and it was always terrible and it's just like why are mm-hmm. you doing this and they made but it was because they made a lot of money because they were cheap to make um but this one's supposed to be pretty quality um i do know people that are uh that are boycotting it and i understand that uh, there mm-hmm. was a somebody on Mastodon intentionally spoiled it, saying "f anybody that plays this." And I'm like, oh man, that's that's such oh, a bummer. Uh, but luckily, <laughs> I'm pretty immune from, you know, oh this person dies kind of spoilers because uh, I just don't, I don't. That's not imp- the important part, right? Uh, of Snape most, killed Dumbledore. Any good, huh? <laughs> yeah, Snape killed Snape Dumbledore. killed Dumbledore. <laughs> it's true it's true uh but I didn't if read you've the, written the a good Potter story books. the fact of a death doesn't isn't the biggest part of it yeah I, I i hadn't i haven't read the harry potter books but it's interesting to me that as i remember wasn't there like a when they first came out the pushback was from um let's say a, a different wing of the political and ideological <laughs> spectrum where people that were like yeah. concerned with like conjuring and witchcraft right wasn't that like oh, the absolutely the, oh and they're still people. out there that was the yeah. that was that was the uh, the Uber oh, yeah. the Uber fundies uh, like fundamentalist Christians and stuff like that like people that I, I was in I was in college most of the time that these books were coming out maybe high school probably right. a little after too and like there were kids at my Christian college my very conservative Christian college uh, who like resisted reading these books uh, because they involved uh, you know sorcery and witchcraft and wizardry right. and stuff like that and then there were you know the most of us who were just like yeah okay we can separate that and have a little fun too guys yeah that was my people who were on the other side of it now now it's the uh way way opposite side of things that jkr has managed to tick off so i guess good job i was a big fan growing up (laughs) good Uh, job everybody in my everybody in my uh in my age group was a big fan and we read them all and I didn't, you know, <laughs> I I was scared. I lo- I love them, um, and I and I think I still like them. I haven't read them since I was a kid, um, but also like John Stewart is pointing out, like, oh, goblins are extremely Jewish, like inspired by old Jewish stereotypes in the books of like you hmm. know side locks and you know that you know clearly uh, it evidencing how uh, negative stereotypes have kind of just like come into our culture yeah. to the point where they're washed from the maybe not washed from the original stereotypes that they have but it's just like it's just kind of everywhere i don't i really don't blame jk rowling for that um like because it's this part of culture and you had to be really conscious about that kind of stuff because that's the goblins right. are historically jewish coded it's just like a you know um hmm. which is strange uh but I also love Mass Effect, which has uh, Volus, which are Jewish coded. And, you know, anyway, it's just a thing that that's happened. But there was like an er- of that uh, era. There was a lot of that. I mean, I remember like the Star Wars prequels, too. There were just like all kinds of horrible stereotypes <laughs> in that. that oh, it's, Jar Jar it's Binks very difficult and the to Gungans. Watch yeah. With uh, <laughs> with 2023 uh, eyes. You got to you got to pull inspiration from somewhere. It's just like, oh, man, we we uh, woke up. To all of these uh, cultural influences that we that we've unconsciously been uh, uh, synthesizing, go. 
And I, I don't know, I'm, like some people see that and they're they're horrified by the idea, but I don't know. It, it is what it is. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of gaming, though, my recommendation right. uh, is Steam. You have three days at the time that this is going to come out. You have until uh, okay. February 13th. Steam Next Fest is going on, which is a like festival on steam for PC games where basically they dropped a whole bunch of demos, a whole lot of games that aren't out yet. Just drop demos. And if you want to like try out some random games, they're all free. You can just go and try some. There's a game called uh, cook serve forever, which is like a cooking game that like plays kind of like a, a DDR rhythm game. That's very relaxing part of a very not relaxing series of games uh that is like a cooking restaurant sim game uh food truck sim game uh but this version is very relaxing and it was fun to zone out too i also tried phantom brigade which is like a mech sim game uh which was very interesting anyway it's it's been fun to just try a bunch of uh random stuff um totally random what's going on i wanted to congratulate my um my old law school friend, Sean Cook, uh, Cooksey law school friend is, is strong. We knew each other from not from law school, but from law school prep. Cause he went to Chicago, uh, interview for Chicago law works for the, um, uh, works for the, uh, election federal election commission. Is that what, right. it, what it's named? Sounds um, right. That's the thing. He is, it exists. <laughs> Uh, he is now banned from entering the state of Russia. So I just wanted to congratulate him really fast on wow. that, on being sanctioned by the Republic of Russia. So good for him. Nice. Congratulations, Mazel Sean. Tough. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Um, so my what's going on is I've done sort of gaming and, and questions the last couple of weeks. But um, over the last week, my column for Bloomberg Tax is, has gone from every two weeks to going uh, to weekly. And so I'm going to be out there writing a lot more. And I would love if uh, anybody listening would you know read my columns. The last one I wrote was on um, electric vehicles uh, need to be taxed on their battery weight. And I just sort of talked about um, the GMC Hummer EV that is like 4.5 tons and 1.4 tons of battery. Gosh. And that's good for like, I forget, <laughs> I did the, I think I did the math in the article, but like 1500 um, e-bikes, you know, battery. Oh my sizes, God. You're going into that. Yeah. Or three for, in terms of by weight, it's three Honda Civics stacked on top of each other, but it goes zero to 60, oh, in, man. You know, like 3.2 seconds or something. So it's, it's a death machine. And so there's been a lot of talk about, um, you know, as we move to EVs, you want to sort of be careful that you're not EVs being electric vehicles for those who have been living in a paper bag for the last five years. Um, you want to be careful. That you're not just sort of moving to problematic EVs, which are these, you know, super massive uh, vehicles rather than, you know, more reasonably sized vehicles because they take a lot of resources to build and the batteries use a lot of these relatively rare minerals and resources. Um, and so the article was just basically about how in Norway they tax based on the uh, weight of the vehicle overall. And so mm-hmm. I said that we should here tax on uh, just the battery for EVs because you don't want to incentivize people to uh, manufacturers to skimp on safety or comfort or all these mm-hmm. other things, which yeah. they probably yeah. would do when the only thing Americans care about is range. So long story short, that's my column this week. I'm not going to talk about it every week. Um, but if you all can li- read it and listen to this podcast, you're already doing that. I'd appreciate it. I'd be cool if Where you would I to find talk that about it every week. Oh yeah, really? 
Yeah, where do you find that? That is a difficult question to answer. I would say you search <laughs> oh, for no. uh, Andrew Leahy Bloomberg, and I will turn up. But it doesn't have a formal. It's called uh, technically speaking, but it doesn't have a formal URL. It's just sort of how Bloomberg tax, Bloomberg law, the whole thing works. They're redesigning it, as I understand. So I think that hopefully will change at some point. But for now, you can either find me on Mastodon on esq.social at Andrew, or if you just search for my name and Bloomberg, one of my articles will turn up, and then you can read it and get really angry, and you can send me hate mail or whatever you want. No, I'm going to send you. Like I, said, send I will you take you friend- up on that. <laughs> I'm not going to send you hate mail. I'm going to send you friendship mail. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I, I got some good, I got some positive responses to that one. I didn't get any hate mail for that. No, that, got, that sounded um, like a good idea. I was like, yeah, I I think a lot of people are annoyed with how big tr- like cars are on the street right now. They're so big. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it seems to not be a great, I mean, for a lot of reasons, for stopping distance reasons, for uh, a host of reasons, it doesn't seem to be just infrastructure reasons in terms of like wear and tear on the roads, wear and tear on bridges. Um, it's not a great thing to be moving towards like 4.5, you know, five ton nearly uh, vehicles. And so um, I don't have her name in front of me, but uh, somebody who was shortlisted for the Department of Transportation Secretary that uh, Pete Buttigieg got uh, said there was a good idea on Twitter. And I appreciate that. And oh, I've been talking to her and she seems nice. like a very nice lady. Yeah. Kudos. So that's it for me. How about you guys? Are you all done? Nope, that's I'm all done. That's it. All right. Go play Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, congratulations. I need to download that. Does that come out literally at midnight? Like, are you going to wait up and and, and download it? it? You can preload it now and play it, I think. Man, I'm 40 years old. I can't stay up to midnight. I forgot you're the senior correspondent. We we can can ask Jake to do the (laughs) staying up. He'll be be playing it on his Steam Deck at midnight. I'm too Mm. busy. I got to write this thing. All right, guys. Have a good night. We're out. Okay, it says it's still recording. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. It said my health check was passed. Hopefully it's not terrible. I'm waiting for storage unknown, local backup, blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah. Can you, st- <laughs> you stopped recording? Oh, no. I'm going to restart and see what happened. Or see what happens. I'm going to refresh. Oh, no. Because it says... It won't let me download my local copy. Because the thing is, it's still recording, so it's still. Uh Oh. I'm going to re I'm going to reload.